Joining us now in our studio, we have a member of the uh, Northfield Planning Commission. Betsy Buckheit is with us. Good morning, Betsy. Thank you, Jeff. Good morning. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in. It's like old times. It's been a while since you've been in the KYMN studio. It has been a while. Uh, we're going to have Jake Riley joining us uh, here in just a few minutes. But while we have you here, let's start. We're going to talk about the comprehen- comprehensive plan today. And that is a large undertaking that the uh, Planning Commission is uh, now uh, going under. Why don't we start off by, uh, Betsy, have you telling us a bit about just what the comprehensive plan is and why we need one? Okay. Uh, The Planning Commission is charged by state law to uh, draft a comprehensive plan and then the regulations and other things that will implement it. So the planning process is this is a plan we look out We do it about every 10 years in the metro area. They must do it every 10 years and submit it to the Metro Council. We don't have that requirement, but the census comes out every 10 years, and so that's the time to kind of update the demographics and who's in Northfield. It's been 13 years since our last one, 15 years, 15 years. So we're running a little late on this one, but what this is, it's our top-level policy, and it's our vision for the next 20 years or so for how Northfield will grow and develop. It's got land use at its center, but it also covers, you know, economic development and parks and what people would like to see happen in Northfield for the next few decades. How Do you know off the top of your head how long Northfield has been doing this? Is this something that goes back decades? Have you ever seen, yeah, I'd be curious to see what what it looked like maybe in the 50s or 60s to see if that stuff, how that shaped the future going forward, even the 70s and 80s. It has been going on, I believe, since the 1960s. This is going to be my third comp plan. So 2001 was the first one I helped work on. But uh, a lot of the vision has been consistent throughout, uh, trying to kind of center Northfield in downtown as something that's very important in terms of the historic downtown, Uh, maintaining the kind of small town atmosphere. Nobody has wanted to be just another suburb. You know, nobody wants to be Apple Valley. They want to be something distinctively Northfield. The other feature that keeps coming up is the riverfront. Why don't we enhance the riverfront and make that a place where we can enjoy. So many things have been consistent over the years. There have been different focuses on we need more housing, we need more business, we need to grow more. But overall, it's been relatively consistent. Betsy Buckeye is with us. Uh, we're talking about the comprehensive plan. She is one of the um, uh, a member of the... Uh, planning committee let's let's talk about first of all you 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 mentioned this was your third comprehensive plan there probably aren't too many people anywhere who work on comprehensive plans a lot that would like to go through this (laughs) for a third time having that experience uh is that uh, i I would imagine beneficial uh, on a lot of fronts i sure hope it's a good thing (laughs) um my experience with projects and planning and Northfield, because that's the only place I've done it, is that you learn an awful lot with each one. And usually by the time you're done with a project, you realize all the things you should have done. So after two of them, I've got some idea of the things that I think we should do this time. Uh, And I hope that's helpful. Tracy Davis, who Heisler, who is my vice chair on the planning commission, this is her. Maybe she did something on the 2001 plan too, but at least her second. So we've got a lot of institutional experience. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, once again, Betsy Buckhide is with us, and uh, Jake Riley just pulled up, so Jake has got to be coming in and having a seat with us uh, as well. And we're talk, talking about the uh, comprehensive plan. Um, tell us about the how, how do you how do you start off? How do you embark? What is square one? Step number one you do when you want to start a new comprehensive plan. I trust Jake will jump in whenever mm-hmm. I leave something out. But usually it works something like this. You have all the plans and other policies that the city already has. And so usually we have consultants do it because it's a big deal and it takes a lot of time. So we have consultants come in and they review all of the policies we already have to see, hmm, what have we got? They look at the demographics. What's the population? How much have we grown? You know, what people are here? You know, has the immigrant population changed? You know, where do people work? And then they start talking to the community because what we need to do is say, well, here's where we are, kind of have our shared understanding of what the town is right now. And then we start asking, but what do we want it to be? You know, what's working well that we want to continue? What are things that we think are really missing? Are there other things that we'd like to enhance? You know, I look at it this way, too. It's like, this is going to go out 20 years. I'm 62. Well, in 20 years, I'll be 82. What? A little scary. <laughs> uh, but uh, so the question is, I, I try and think ahead and think, and what would I want for housing then, you know, in the future? Would I have grandchildren, and what would make them want to be in Northfield? So it's a chance to kind of imagine a Northfield that would work for you and for your family and hopefully for everyone. Now, are you getting, and Jake, feel free to jump in. If you have anything to add to this, uh, feel free to jump on in anytime you want to. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, I think Betsy kind of hit the nail on the head with the sort of uh, early stages. What do we know about Northfield now? One of the things I think is really great about what we know about Northfield now is that the 2008 plan actually set us up far ahead of other communities our size and certainly far ahead of a lot of communities in the metro for where we are today and the needs that we have moving forward, um, including some of the things sort of predicting where we are from a climate change mitigation standpoint. So that's all very exciting. And then to that point, 82-year-old Betsy and uh, (laughs) 77-year-old Jake uh, need to be able to – did I do that wrong? 67-year-old Jake need to be able to – enjoy Northfield as much as seven-year-old future child not yet to be mm-hmm. born and everybody in between. So that's, I think, kind of that's, that's those are the two pieces that are the most important thing. And I think the third thing that's the most important thing, it, we want to hear from as many people as we can, and it's fun. Planning really can be fun. I think that's an important thing for folks out there to know. Yeah, let, let's talk about that. Uh, listening uh, sessions and such. Uh, what do you do? What have you done? What is? Are there things coming up in the future that you're going to be uh, looking at? Uh, or, I should say, events you'll be holding where people can give you input? You bet. We're going to have a big kickoff celebration with a location yet to be finalized on October 28th. I'd like to encourage people to maybe think about costumes. Come as your favorite planning icon, if you know of any. Perhaps perhaps an economist. We have a lot of college students and a lot of people with college degrees, so come as your favorite economist. I don't know. what a, you know. Come as a, uh, a Nomo May lawn. There's a lot of creativity you could have out there for, for the Halloween and, and comp planning. Um, and then a lot of the things that are happening between now and then with uh, the work that Bob and Bruce have been doing downtown, 
um, we'll be collecting relevant information at those meetings too. And I think you've publicized those in the past and also online. Yeah, yeah, we have, uh, you know, I've, my fa- I, I, I'm going to have to dress like Betsy. She's my my favorite planet icon. <laughs> so. It's really simple. You need a black shirt. Now let's, uh, let, let, let's talk about uh, the projects that are going on right now and how they relate or don't relate to uh, the uh, uh, the new comprehensive plan. We've got, of course, the Archer going to be right next door. That will be right next door. It looks like that's the first one that uh, will be uh, underway where construction will uh, pick up. Uh, we have the uh, parking structure at 5th and Washington, and we have what a uh, building uh, that has yet to be, I guess, kind of finalized that will be on the corner of uh, Water and uh, 5th Street. Uh, so we've got those things in the works right now. How, what do they have to do with the comprehensive plan and how has the comprehensive plan, I guess, guided some of that uh, that work? Well, I'd like to take us back at least to 2006 on this. Well, really to 2000, the 2001 plan for sure. So the buildings we'll get to in a minute, but a lot, Bob and Bruce came on with the Riverfront Enhancement Plan. And talking about really enhancing our riverfront has been something that has been in all of the plans. But we really haven't done much yet. You know, so there are some parks, but they're underutilized. Hard to get to some of them. You know, like Ames Park, it sits there, kind of hard to get to. Bridge Square has been talked about for more than a decade. So the plan very much puts those things in place, and so we've finally been acting on some of the planning that we've had going on for decades. The other part is about having people like downtown and the look and the feel of the historic downtown. So working on the buildings that is something where they need to fit with downtown, with that scale, to be something that complements what is already there. And I know there's been a lot of talk about the Archer House and what it should look like, but the question is, how does it fit with downtown without trying to recreate history? So that's all in the comprehensive plan, and then all the rules that follow from it. Jake probably has more. Uh, I was going to jump on the piece about... um, sort of downtown and the and the future. So I think some of the things that, that we're talking about downtown are additional housing units. Um, some of those things are designed to uh, support that historic downtown that makes Northfield Northfield uh, that everyone cares about and is evident in the thoughtful um, uh, critique, really, you know, thoughtful and, and, and useful critique that we've gotten from the general public and people on the HBC and Planning Commission on the Archer Project specifically. But one of the great things that um, we have access to, right, is uh, State Demographer's Office. They produce a, a prediction for the future of the population. Um, and we know that from an economic standpoint, if you have approximately 10% or so of your town living downtown, of your city living in your downtown, then that's true for cities of all sizes, uh, you, ro- you create a robust economy or, or in, a, in a more, I've said this before, actually, I think I've called it bulletproof. Um, so that's how some of these downtown projects play in. Um, and I don't know if we want to pitch uh, the meeting this evening where we'll be hearing from some experts on parking and parking economics um, during the regular EDA meeting, which the Planning Commission will also be a part of. Um, it's an information-only session, um, but there'll be it's a regular meeting, so there'll be an opportunity for public comment and um, I hope people tune into that, too. All right. And will that be streamed, you know, uh, live streamed? Yes, I think all the EDA okay. meetings and all the city's meetings, and it'll be in the chambers. Um, okay. And be, also, besides yeah. live streamed, you can also then watch it later 
in recorded fashion. So, That's right. you know, you don't have to tune in at six o'clock tonight. <laughs> okay. Uh, once again, we are joined by uh, Betsy Buckhide, who is uh, working on the comprehensive plan as chair of the planning commission, and also a Jake Riley from the city of Northfield community development uh, director. Uh, let, let's talk, you, you mentioned the demographer's office, and we've also mentioned the uh, census that uh, was just taken a couple of years ago. So we got a lot of information going forward. We've been focusing on downtown and because that's kind of the sexy thing to do. But the rest of the city, uh, th- is the rest of the city, <laughs> that's like the other 90%. Uh, what do you look at there? You know, we've had, uh, uh, we've, we've seen growth through the years in somewhat, you know, big boxy type, uh, um, you know, suburban type uh, layouts uh, on the south end of town. Are we, are we going to see more of that in the future? Is that going to evolve or change? Or will there be any type of uh, instructions for what goes on outside of town development or outside of downtown? I think the, f- the, the short f- answer is yes. yes. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. But the other piece I think you need to think of is the 2008 plan was very much a reaction to all of that residential development that happened 2001, 2002 at both ends of town. And people were a little concerned that there was no space for commercial development. It was all housing, that it was all a certain kind of housing, and that it was kind of getting hard to get around. You know, we also built the middle school and Bridgewater, and we all know about the roundabout we have now, but that corridor was really overburdened, and we hadn't planned for what happened. And so 2008 kind of said, we want to think through about how we build. You know, we don't just want to build more disconnected suburbs. We want to bring things in. And that said it, but we haven't done all that much in terms of really doing that yet because the real estate bubble burst and a lot of the development just went away. But now I think we've also learned just how much the suburban development costs the city. You know, it's not that those homes are, you know, Buying a house out there is a bad thing because that's kind of a lot of what people have expected. But when you build a lot of single-family homes without, you know, on wide streets and big lots, it doesn't put a lot of taxpayers in the area to pay for the streets and pipes and other things. So I think we are probably going to be looking for the economic sustainability of town for a mix where there will be single-family homes, but there will be some greater density. And I don't mean high-rises, I mean, you know, four units, six units, other things to mix it up and put some more val- tax value on the prop- on the land, as well as commercial development, which we've been talking about a lot as well. And I think the other part of the economic puzzle is the sort of three-legged stool of a municipal economy is, yes, residents, yes, commercial, and even more importantly, the way the state structures taxes and tax rates is industrial. And so we have limited ability to expand our industrial, but we have amazing industry in this city um, that uh, needs support both from folks who can live here to work in those places, but also to expand. Um, I think of some of the really incredible work happening at um, at Aurora Pharmaceuticals. Uh, Post, of course, is just a generator of, you know, uh, jobs and tax base, uh, but also at Allflex, which is expanding um, and Cardinal Glass, which as a corporation produces uh, almost all of the residential glazing for for the nation, for the five top largest um, window makers. 
Uh, so we also want to make sure we allow for spaces for those folks to s expand and succeed, um, which will help the rest of the taxpayers, a lot of whom are, because uh, we've got an incredible entrepreneurial uh, spirit here. I mean, Aurora Pharmaceuticals mm -hmm. is an example of that, right? Um, but a lot that means we have a lot of people who own homes and businesses. And so if we can shift some of that burden to industry and do that thoughtfully um, and carefully within some of those other parts of the city that have been identified previously as um, urban growth areas, how do we rethink that? Where are, the, where are the right places to do that? Because we also want to make sure we don't harm the agricultural communities around us. Jake Riley and Betsy Buckite are our guests today. And uh, let's talk about uh, how long a process this is going to be. You've got a lot to rethink and uh, a lot of things, to, a lot of work to do, a lot of heavy lifting to do going forward. How long do you think this process will uh, will take? I'm going to turn that over to Jake. He's, <laughs> he's the keeper of the timeline. Well, I, th I think one of the nice things, so we're hoping to have it passed by the council by the end of uh, 2024. Um, at the absolute latest. But I think one of the nice things that makes it kind of a less of a heavy lift as far as uh, knowing the direction that we're in is that that's been set in the 2008 plan, rather, and then continued through a bunch of policy documents that have been adopted since then, and actually many of those in the last, like, three or four years. Um, so from, a, like, what do we have to change uh, I don't think that part's a very heavy lift. It's kind of more modernizing it, thinking about some of the other bigger um, kind of ex-urban or, or the growth areas around down, around the city limits itself. Um, that's, I think, the, the hard that, – those are the hard questions. Um, and the fun part and the part that I think is, is the most valuable and, and honestly takes the longest is talking to people listening to what they are looking for, listening to what they like, um, checking back with folks and making sure, all right, we, this is what we heard. Did we get it right? Um, and then crafting a really useful document. Uh, you hope to have this done by next year, so that uh, you, you'll have a number of listening opportunities before then. If, uh, if people have some ideas, some plans, uh, can they just, uh, like, Put, send an email to you, Can and obviously attending some of the, the meetings and the listening sessions that uh, you'll be conducting is uh, one way of doing it. But uh, tell us uh, the best ways that you'd like to see. Certainly we want everyone to attend the events, and we'll be work we have an engagement plan, and we're hoping that this will get rolled out through a variety of media and trying to reach people who, especially the people who have generally been overlooked before you know there's a certain part of Northfield that always shows up and we know they will and we're, we want to see them but we're going to work harder to broaden our reach this time but in addition to you know watching for those things you can always contact the planning commission via the city website there's a link to email the whole planning commission we take open public comments at our meetings so you can always come and tell us things then and we take notes we may not you know give you instant feedback because you come and it's like well we'll take notes we'll answer your questions and we'll feed it into the system but we're always available if people can't go to events there's a survey online at this point on the city website that people can take to start and i imagine there's going to be a story map which will show what we're learning and map it onto northfield so the the opportunities are going to keep growing and the uh, opportunities for Northfield, you'll, you'll, I would imagine, also be taking a look at 
other cities, perhaps other towns, how how they solve uh, you know problems that may have been unique to them or, or similar uh, here in Northfield. Will that be? Uh, have you done much of that yet? Or I don't know how much we're going to be looking at other cities' plans. We do have consultants who do a lot of comprehensive planning, and so mm-hmm. they bring with them their experience of working with a variety of cities in Minnesota and beyond. So I think that's kind of built into the system that way. You know, we're always looking at our peer cities around Minnesota that, you know, who's about the same size, who has, you know, is relevantly similar. So, and then things diverge. You know, we have two colleges that Red Wing doesn't, you know, which create both, everyone always talks about the taxes, you know, they don't pay taxes. But to me, it's like they also have these two beautiful campuses that we have to figure out how to grow around or avoid because we can't build on the campuses, Mm -hmm. obviously. So they're fabulous assets and that they're also a huge spatial challenge. All right, go ahead. I was just going to say that we do have a short URL for the website to get to the conference plan and on there, if it's not there yet, we'll make sure you can contact um, me or anyone else um, besides just through the regular find Jake Riley, Community Development Director, or Planning Commission. And fortunately, when you email the Planning Commission through our website, you also get me. But that that uh, URL is just northfieldmn.gov and then uh, slash 2045. That's it. Real simple. Takes you right to the landing page. All right. Perfect. Thank you very much for coming on today. Much appreciated. We'll have you on during the process, and we'd love to have you back and hear some updates. And if you need anything uh, as far as inputs, your uh, Anything you'd like the public to know about, our door's open. We would certainly like to capitalize on that. Thank you, Jeff. Absolutely. Thanks, Jeff. That is uh, Betsy Buckheit and Jake Riley, once again, working on the comprehensive plan.